Hello, New Hope, and welcome to this week's Life Talk. We were going to be entering into a new series this summer called Summer Vacation, Strengthening Your Soul, based on First and Second Thessalonians. But because of what has occurred over the last week and a half with George Floyd's death, I felt it important for us to rearrange the Life Talk series, especially at least for June. You know, COVID-19 took a backseat to the realities of George Floyd's death and the destruction that followed and still remains with the 55 fires, rioting and looting that has left pretty much the, some of the areas of the Twin Cities without just common basic needs of food and gas and transportation. George Floyd's death was wrong. So I apologize to the black community for the sins of the white community. Not just on that day, but over the history of our country and really the history of mankind. In a world of turmoil, we as Christ followers are called to peace. As part of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 5, he states eight characteristics that should describe Christ followers. In verse 9, he says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. So one aspect of identifying a child of God is one who is pursuing being a peacemaker, especially in times of turmoil. So for the next four weeks, we will be in this series called Peacemakers, Living Like Jesus, based in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 11 through 21. Now, the Greek word for peace is arene, from the verb ero, which means to join or to bind together that which has been broken, divided, or separated. Arene is the root word for our English word serene. I mean, the word serene gives us this picture of it's free from storms or from destruction or disturbance. It's marked by utter calm. Irene literally pictures the binding or joining together again of that which has been separated. The result being that the separated parts are set now again as one. Our common English expression, having it all together, speaks of everything in place and is probably a good picture of the biblical understanding of peace, right? Hey, having it all together. So how do we be peacemakers, binding or joining together again of that which has been separated? Now, I'm not saying that prior to George Floyd's death that we had it all together. There's been racial tension since the fall of man and woman in Genesis. 
and tension in relationships in general. We just need to look back over this COVID-19 period and look at the variety of tensions that that has created as well. But how is it as New Hopers should we live as peacemakers in today's situation of black and white racial tension? Have you ever bought an item and when you looked at the instructions, now I know I lost some of you because some of you are like, hey, I never look at the instructions. What do you mean? But typically we don't look at the instructions until what happens? There's destruction, right? When we purchase some items, they come with explicit instructions written in bold highlighted letters. Start here first. If you don't start here first, the rest of what you are either going to put together or try to do will not work. So they highlight it, right? Start here first. Well, when it comes to us being peacemakers, peacemakers start with Jesus. Peacemakers start with Jesus. In 2 Corinthians 5, 11 through 21, the apostle Paul is teaching the Christ followers in the city of Corinth what it means to fear the Lord, to honor the Lord with their life. The Corinth church had a lot of false voices of how they should live. But Paul is saying, don't be persuaded by false teachers. Follow me as I follow Jesus. So in verse 14, he writes this, Christ's love compels us. Since we believe that Christ died for all, we also believe that we have all died to our old life. So Paul starts with Jesus. It is Jesus' love that needs to control us. We start there in every aspect of our life and in the aspect of being peacemakers. We don't start with our own opinion. We don't start with being an American. We don't start with our constitutional rights. We don't start with politics. We start with Jesus. His love controls us. It's our steering wheel for our life. Jesus is our model. Why? Paul says, when Jesus died on the cross and we accepted him as Savior and Lord, we also died. Our old self, our old way of living. It was nailed to the cross as well. Part of what died or should be dead, is our racial biases. Paul goes on in verse 15 and says this, he died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves. Instead, they will live for Christ who died and has, was raised for them. So as we follow Jesus, we love like Jesus, and Jesus' love is for everyone. 
we get a strong picture of this love for us and for others in Romans 5.8, where it says, but God demonstrates his own love for us. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So if we want to be demonstrators today, which we should, may we be demonstrators like Jesus and die to self, putting others before us. So when it comes to being peacemakers, we need to start with Jesus, New Hope. For as Paul stated in 2 Corinthians 5.14, it is his love that controls us, steers our hearts, our thinking, and thus our actions. This week, I was on a Zoom call with Dr. Harold Lewis, who is an African-American who oversees biblical diversity for our denomination. This encompasses reaching people of all colors, all cultures, and all classes with the good news of Jesus Christ. I'm passing on to you his challenge that he passed on to me. When it comes to being peacemakers, what can we do? Number one, develop relationships with people of ethnicity. Number two, examine your own heart. Don't take your cues from culture. In Psalm 139 at the end, verse 23, 24, King David invites God to evaluate his heart. He says, search me and know me. See if there's any anxious ways or wicked ways in me. So let Jesus examine your heart. Third, don't let culture control the conversation on race. What have we been talking about? Start with Jesus, right? And then fourth, apply James 1.19. Listen. Just listen. James 1.19 says, be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Let's listen. Fifth, don't typecast. Treat individuals as individuals. Again, back to Psalm 139, verse 14 this time. It talks about how each one of us are knit together in our mother's womb, and each one of us are fearfully and wonderfully made. So don't typecast. And lastly, number six, what can we do? Be careful of slogans, he says. We shouldn't be colorblind, as people are saying, but we should be color brave. We should be color bold. Let's live as we were created to live in God's image and love one another. Now, we can respond to this list or to what I've said today in two ways. The first, no, I'm not doing that. Or secondly, yes, I will do this. In this time of need, 
we're called to be peacemakers and bring peace and bring together black-white relationships. I like a couple of old quotes from the Russian author, Leo Tolstoy, when it comes to this need for us to change individually. He says, everybody thinks of changing the world, but no one thinks of changing themselves, right? I mean, right now there's so much talk or finger pointing of, well, they should do this or they should do that. Well, let's start with ourselves and let Jesus do the work in us. But he says a lot of people have a difficulty time doing that. Why? Because of his second quote that I like. An arrogant person considers himself perfect. This is the chief harm of arrogance. It interferes with a person's main task in life, becoming a better person. It's pretty tough to be transformed, to be changed, right? Or to become a peacemaker if we are not a person of humility. New Hope, we are called to become different people. New selves, peacemakers. And it starts with Jesus. We died to our old self. So let's humble ourselves and invite Jesus to change us. Let's practice humility and apply the list from Dr. Lewis. You know what? Everyone has talked so much about, we got to get back to church to worship Jesus. But in reality, Jesus could care less about our physical worship in a church building where Jesus wants us to really worship him is in our heart and in our mind and our actions by loving our neighbor as ourselves. So as we get back to church soon here physically to worship Jesus, new hope, let's make sure our heart and our head are along as well, especially in the area of being peacemakers. Peacemakers start with Jesus. Let's pray, New Hope. Father God, I pray that you would forgive us for our actions, for our racism that is within us because we're sinners. And Lord, I pray that we would humble ourselves and that we would invite you in and that we would start with you and that you would make us peacemakers. Lord, I pray that we would be humble and allow this to take place. In your name, amen.